Welcome, people. Uh, just so you know, spoilers are happening today, as usual. Mm, and I got some hot, hot tea. Ooh, That's you, what I got. Some nice you got hot a hottie? tea. Yeah. Dude. So today is podcast day. It's a twofold. It's a twofold Monday. And um, mm-hmm. guess who the host is today? Uh, it's not me. It's, it's not the him. yeah. So it's not. Uh, it's not the host. Is it Johnny. It's is not it the parasite. Johnny? Is it, is it Johnny's it's me. First, first turn. No, oh, no, it's no Johnny. No Johnny. No Johnny. It's Felipe. It's me. So who else? Is and on to show? celebrate the fact that I am the host, and Jake and Tim are my assistants. <laughs> Assistant. What? what I've never said assistant. Assistant. I'm not an yeah, assistant. I'm a co-host. We're all of equal hosting capacity. Yeah. We are plebs. You know, when it's not our week, but still, we are not Trust me, guys. I'll be a pleb as well in this episode. Oh yes. <laughs> a and uh, welcome to Twofold. Johnny, hit it. Uh, very good. Very good. So. On tonight's schedule, my name is Phil. I think we talked about that. This is Tim, wonderful man. Hello, thank you Jake. for calling me wonderful. Yeah, and Jacob, Hello. the also wonderful man, ah, in equal measure. That's nice. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what so, a nice man this Phil is. <laughs> that's right. And um, nice I think, man. would you call yourself a societal parasite? Uh, no. I would say no. I'm not, a, I'm not a, even not even to an extent. A two, maybe I'm a contributor maybe sometimes, but I don't think so. That's I'm right. We are contributors. We're tr- contributed this quality content for everybody. <laughs> we contribute to. with with economy, <laughs> with with culture, <laughs> fine culture, wow. <laughs> culture. <laughs> with uh, so you, so you wouldn't say you're you're okay. Never mind. Bad jokes aside, <laughs> today's first movie is a movie that I've seen like two months ago called Parasite, directed by the Bong. Parasite. Bong Joon-ho. Parasite, Parasite. And I'm sure Why you've heard of it. It's a it's now, good question. when it came out thousands Don't years ask ago. these questions, Tim. You are the host. Phil, as, the host. as your assistant, I would like to inform you. And ask you why. I'll tell you why. Well, because I felt like chillaxing, relaxing, maxing all cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Finding out the parasite is the talk of the school. Everyone's school. talking about parasite, and the Oscars just happened, and you saw how it swept this year's uh, awards, right? It's a clean yeah. sweep, to quote Steve Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Every nomination it got. I don't know if it, it won. Won every I nomination. I think it did. If it is, then it was a clean sweep. Uh, every nom was a oh, win. It won every nom. They won every nom. Mm. Every I nom think, nom. I don't know. I didn't have the... That's, um, let me double that. That's the external that. reason why that, we're talking about too. it. The internal reason of why we're talking about it is because I t- couldn't figure out what other movie to watch. So, Ah, laziness. A true parasite. <laughs> A true parasite. <laughs> A true parasite yeah, so never this, touches the cinema. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about Parasite for a bit. So I'm ready. That's why I'm here. It's directed so by Bong. Bong Joon-ho. So have you... Were you familiar with Bong Joon-ho before no. knowing about this film? Yes. Yes? Yes. 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 I have. Cool. I cool. Have. Why? When When did this happen? What did you watch? 
I watched the um, Western movie he did about the train. It's called mm-hmm. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, exactly. Snowpiercer. So I watched that. It's that's the only movie title of him. Yep. Can you it's, guys tell it, me what that's it, about? It's also about class, class struggle. Oh. And this is more of a. Hey, what's that word? It, it, it's it's a it's a type of um, literature, and it's a comparison. There's a nice little word for it. A parable. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, parable. parable nice that's a parable um where you yes. use i think traditionally use animals or something like that to showcase a human nature a human culture a human struggle of some sort mm-hmm. in a more metaphoric way right not direct way so snowpiercer right uh much like parasite is showing track uh, class struggles and it's done through the sci-fi sci-fi train where it's like the far future the world has frozen over and there's a train that survives by always going around the world <laughs> oh i've heard of this yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then but we're not... on at the start of the train is where the plebs are the workers who keep the you know doing all dirty work and you know by the end of the train is where the uh the, the upper class lives the leaders and you know the richmonds and uh, Captain America, one of the plebs, decides to go and uh, fight Chris, them all, and Chris kill Evans. them all, Chris Evans, and find out what's going on and claim the train cool. for them because he's sick of this class struggle. So, what I love about this is that we're talking about Parasite, but you just gave us the entire synopsis <laughs> of Snowpiercer. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, I just in remember my, it in was, my case, it was a fun movie. Yeah. So in my case, uh, I didn't know Bong Joon Ho's name. Like, it wasn't familiar to me. Mm-hmm. But then after I watched the movie, and then I looked at his filmography, I realized, I watched a movie he did before. And I think, Jake, you watched it with me. We watched The Host. Oh, I watched uh, that too. We did watch The Host together, yeah. Yeah, we watched it, like, years oh, ago. his movie? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, yes, I watched It's with the, the same too. same main main character actor who played the dad. Yeah, I remember that with The Host. That's why, that's why it was familiar when I was watching Paris. Mm-hmm. I was like, that guy looks familiar. Ah, I did that, though. Yeah. It's a good movie, by the way. The Host is fun. You should watch it. Um, oh, he did. Oh, but yeah, yeah Ocha, the Netflix movie what? too. Ocha. Yeah, the one that got the one that got booed in Cannes because it was Netflix or what? Yes. Ah, uh, the Cannes. The Cannes and the and the Oscars don't like Netflix. Did you notice that on the Oscar nominations? If you compare it to like the Golden Globes, so many Netflix nominations, but Oscar nothing basically. So, Everything does Netflix. So don't touch. these people can't survive in the cold. Is that why they're on the train? <laughs> yeah, like you die. If you go out, you'll die. Of like, okay. It's a sci-fi parable, you know. It's not, it's yeah. not meant to be. Like, yeah, no, It's I'm a great movie. It's premise. And I think it's a lot more violent and a lot more action-oriented and a lot more sci-fi hmm. while still being kind of the same as pa- Parasite. But I think Parasite... I think, I think the Snowpiercer was more the ending. I don't want to spoil it, but it's more explainy. It's like... You kind of figure it out what it is halfway through, and then in the end, I think may, might be I'm, I may be judging here, but it's kind of like made for the Western audience, like beat you over the head of like what the answer is, mm-hmm. like a thousand times, and you're like, I get it, I understand. You don't have to do this to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Well, Parasite um, is different. So, what is Parasite about, Phil? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's funny because like um, before I say what it's about, I'm sure many people who are listening to this podcast watched it because the fun mm-hmm. thing about this movie is that it started really small and then just through word of mouth it just got bigger and bigger i think that's what they call a sleeper hit which the matrix was i think as well 
because really? like, it started it started mm-hmm. small and then everybody watched and they're like whoa and it gets bigger and bigger and then parasite got really big uh yes. near the end uh, near the beginning of this year and it came out in may in 2019 um but uh when did you first well, i first heard about it when i saw some people tweeting about it maybe like in november and then I liked the the premise because someone mentioned class, something, people, money, and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what? I probably should watch this movie. And then we decided we almost were going to watch it for like a November or December uh, mm-hmm. episode for a podcast. Do you remember that? Could be. No, I don't remember. We what. almost chose Parasite. I think, Tim, you suggested watching that, but I've heard of it before. But you suggested watching it once. Mm-hmm. And we almost did, but then we switched it to a different movie. Okay. Okay. Um, well, okay. I, 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 I knew about it like, like again, like hype, like I didn't know what it was about at all. I just knew people were putting it on list, like midway through the year, like the top movie of the year. So yeah. it was like, on my list is like for the podcast, like if we land on this, I want to, I want to watch that movie and talk about it because mm-hmm. I've heard okay. nothing but good things well, about it. I, yeah. I, yeah. When I saw in the poster and heard about it, I thought that it was a similar film to the, the host I thought yeah. when it said parasite, I thought, oh, this might might be a, a very um, sort of like black humor, but dark, where it's uh, some s- supernatural or alien, or just yeah, or, yeah. I thought like oh, like it was gotcha. like a uh, yeah. The pod people are like what's it called? Um, the uh, <laughs> or some invaders, black goop, or something <laughs> that you know gets lodged into people and it makes them go insane or evil or or something like that. And makes you know. Did we watch the meat gun black. for this podcast? Oh no, we didn't. No, I don't, meat gun. I don't. Why remember. did we watch the meat gun movie? I hate being reminded. Of Why meat did gun. we watch? Why did we watch Existence? Because Why someone from the Matrix it? Minute, our other podcast, um, suggested it because he was <gasps> yeah. talking about yeah, that was for reality. the Matrix Minute, oh, which is our, yeah. our second podcast. And by the so way, anyway, every can time, I, can I, yeah, let's okay. not mention the movie because every time I get reminded of it, I wish I hadn't been reminded of it. Let's keep going. Okay, meat gun movie. Enough of the meat guns. So Parasite, I, I watched it sometime in, oh no, I watched it in January. That's when I watched it. Mm-hmm. And um, then I started saying, oh, it's pretty good. And then I sh- showed Jacob and I told him like, oh, you should watch it. It's pretty good. I liked it. And then I, you know, I was like sort of asking other people, I mean, other people are asking me what it's about. And then I, I guess what it's, what it boils down to is that there's this poor family, uh, I mean, they're not the best. Uh, they're 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 not. I, th- the, I think it's if you say this poor family, it's gonna make it sound like poor it's them, a, like an adjective. Oh, poor family. No, they're economically, financially, yes, financially, <laughs> financially poor. Um, and they just and um, they need to figure out a way to make money, right? Pretty much, and they are living in this basement on the in like the lowest part of the city, mm-hmm. and they then. Um, what, then their, their son just finds out that a connection that he has, uh, has to go out for the summer. But I think it, I think that's what it was. This is a long time since I've seen this movie. Uh, yes, and yes, yes, he, yes, yes, years and years. And he, and, and he can, and his he, connection is and a he tutor. invites, yes, his connection is a tutor and he invites him to, to tutor, uh, this rich, uh, teenager from this rich family that lives somewhere up there and in heaven, <laughs> in heaven <laughs> man, above. I think I'm the worst at doing these synopsis. You are because story. you always you always go on the small detail. It's really hilarious. Yeah, the details, you, and then you and get, it, then you start going further in the details, and it's like they actually don't and live then you on the house. Questioning yourself. Live, hmm, the street actually is it curved or is it straight? And then he go. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. And then he goes. <laughs> okay. 
to and he uh, gets the job by his sister being able to uh forge uh like educational diplomas so he can show the show off that he actually has the the skills to do these i'm still only You're on still the beginning details, Phil. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, credentials he gets, how, how, okay he gets okay, okay. try, try to think of try to think okay phil phil let's let's help you out here let's try so for a few seconds try to think about the whole plot of the movie and see if you can say it in one sentence or maybe two okay okay or maybe two maybe two okay right. split it into three acts yeah three acts of a movie okay What's the gist of the first act? What's the gist of the second act? And what's the gist of the third yeah. one act? All right. One so a down under luck family slowly invade a rich family's life by uh, counterfeiting and lying their way into them, convincing them this to doing very well, by the way. that they are specialists. I can't do That's this. good. You're just amazing. What Keep you going. Doing so, exactly. so well. So oh, serious. Oh, I thought, I, thought, I, thought Jake, I thought Jake said this isn't going well. I said well. this is going very well, um, by the way. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So you said in, in, they invaded the, uh, by counterfeiting by themselves. Yeah. Or, yes, yes. Yeah, by pretending that they're specialists and okay. uh, behind, their, behind this family's back, they slowly try to take out their original uh, workers that are working for them mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. replace it with with uh, with themselves, so they can take advantage of this kind of ignorant, <laughs> pretty ignorant family that's that's rich. Mm-hmm. Okay. And after well, bring doing it back, that, bring it back, bring it back. Yeah. yeah, and after doing that, by by selfish and um, sneaky ways of taking out the. Other I'm just workers. imagining a bunch of golems right now for some reason. <laughs> they find something out that flips the entire thing on its head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's okay. It's a spoiler rest. podcast, so you can yeah, say you what can happens. Say. You, this, we're not teasing it. And they okay. find out that the previous uh, workers that they, uh, that they sneakily kicked out actually were doing a similar thing that they were doing, which is... Um, parasiting off of this family by means of a having some of their uh, family living in the basement. <laughs> well, it was specifically the yes. maid, right? The maids. Yes. Yeah, the, the, maid. the maid. But I, I they didn't, only had I didn't one. specify yeah, yeah. that at the beginning of my synopsis. So if I said the maid, no one would understand because oh. I'm not connecting it well. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> and that's that how fine. I overthink talking about synopsis. It's true. It's true. And Great then all, work. I think what happens at the good. end? All hell breaks loose. True. Everybody's true, true. trying. Everybody's running without a head, and um, they're trying to cover it up before the family realizes this is they're being had. Perfect. And then it gets worse. Perfect. Perfect. All right. That was good. That was a good synopsis. You did good, Philip. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. A plus. Please vote. Go on the go on our our Instagram and vote up uh, how how well I did the synopsis. Oh, we're gonna do a poll. Okay. <laughs> okay. Stars. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start making that post so I don't forget. <laughs> By the way, Phil, don't you need to record spoilers for the beginning? He did. I did. He did. Oh. He did. He's a good I boy. I, I, I was prepared. I was prepared. Limit ways of Phil. All right, Phil. Yeah. Okay. The boss. So, Continue. So, Parasite. Yeah. Yes. Tim, what did you think? Oh, uh, I enjoyed it as a movie a lot. I think. I really, not knowing anything about the plot lines, it's one of those movies yeah, where Yeah, I know. You, people always tell you, like, I'm not going to tell you the plot because you got to watch it cold. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of like thriller-based. It's not a thriller mm-hmm. movie, but I think the way it's structured is a thriller because it kind of switches the direction it's going. You're thinking this is going to be one kind of movie and it goes somewhere else. Even, like, 
it, to some extremes it, it seems like even genre hopping at point but it has a very distinct cinematic style and kind of uh, pace style so it's okay so it's not that jarring but it goes through different things and you're just sitting there you're like what what is this and it's very done well <laughs> i think as a observe observation of class struggle it's a great movie but the ending and maybe if some people characterize it as a, a class kind of um not not just analysis but there's like a point to it you know mm-hmm. not, not just observing but actually trying to trying to say something I, I didn't understand it i didn't understand the ending i didn't understand um you know the 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 kind of the switch goes through like where, where the violence kicks in after with the with the the dad of the poor family killing the dad <laughs> of the rich family i think maybe i would say it's like sort of like what he's trying to say which usually in his movies there's like like a lot of violence and class struggle leads to violence and that is mm-hmm. kind of like the direction it's going and it just kind of combusts that there's such a possibly like like some two forces kind of hitting on each other that has to erupt in violence. That's maybe what I understood. Uh-huh. But as far as that kind of analysis, I, I don't understand it more. Maybe you guys know hmm. more about that. But I definitely enjoyed it a lot as as a movie movie. It was really well done. Like David Jacob. Fincher kind of style. David like Fincher. Super. Did I say Jacob? his name wrong? Who's, who's yeah, no, you, you said it right. Okay, good, good. I was, I was myself. <laughs> Jacob. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, what I think did you was, think? What is what what, what? what did you think? I think it was a great film, and what I enjoyed most about the parasite was, um, or it's called parasite. No, the is uh, that you don't know what kind of film you're getting into, uh, coming into the cold, <laughs> and um, after you learn about the premise and the setup, you really do start asking yourself whether this is going to be some kind of a film that is. Um, <laughs> going to go uh, mental is it going to go uh, dark is it going to go into a horror or for the longest time while i'm watching the movie i thought it might be just a, a sort of silly uh, comedy mm-hmm. uh, like a clever <laughs> comedy like a commentary on the the class struggles and also it being comedic especially with that character of the sort of naive uh, house um wife right oh yeah yeah, yeah. she's she's like yeah, the <laughs> poor yeah, girl and, and that that kind of sort of that kept me guessing the entire movie, and that's what I enjoyed most about it. And um, once we get to the to the crazy town of the stories, when I realized, <laughs> like you know, all bets are off. Um, this is um, this explored a lot of a lot of different things and a lot of different. I think didn't you mention Tim sort of genres, kind of yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. wasn't it wasn't super specific kind of blended into a bit yeah. of a soup, which is cool. Which I think makes that's what I like them. I like that a lot, actually. I like that it was um, changing. It doesn't have to, you know, it didn't have to be super serious. It didn't have to be super like. I mean, it was super, it was pretty intense at certain points, but it also yeah. didn't have to. It didn't have to conform to a cer- certain um, yeah certain style prerequisite. Yeah. And yeah. I don't understand. And I feel like more people should look at this and say, "Yeah, why." Why do we have to? Why does it have to? Well, I mean, I guess I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Do that well. Okay, go on. Sorry, sorry. Who? Who? Which one? Uh, no, I just wanted well, no, to say you, you go, Tim. You go, Tim. You have the right thing ready. Oh, okay. No, I just wanted to tie on what what Phil was saying. He was asking, like, you know, you should watch it and and uh, think about it. Why should we restrict ourselves to genres? And that that kind of begs the question that 
I don't think that's the right expression that I want to ask you guys is because this is from Korea, right? From mm-hmm. uh, South Korea. And I wanted to ask you what North you know Korea. about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what you know about South, South Korean culture, because for most part, I think what most people are uh, nowadays, what they know about that culture is K-pop, right? The popular music from Korea. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's something that I, I've been really interested in and kind of enjoying K-pop for that specific really? reason. Not on like a overload basis, like I'll make and maybe hand like 20 or 15 minutes of it because it's really intense, that music. But as far as pop, <laughs> if I want to listen to pop, much more interesting than, than Western pop. But for that exact same reason is that genres are not a strict confine as it is in Western culture. And, it, and I think it's a byproduct of that they don't have years of that building up. They just get the the genres at the end. So there's no historic. Oh yeah, just like of, you, mm-hmm. uh, just like you when you went to um, Thailand. Thailand, exactly with the economy or whatever it is or infrastructure. It's just you would get everything ready. So you don't have people who are holding these things dear, dear and hard for like some kind of weird national or cultural or whatever tribal <laughs> crap it is that, that they're going to go and criticize. Oh, you can't right. mix this and that. Like that's, you can't do that. That's, that's, that's lame. So when you listen to K-pop, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like you can just go from any style to any style and it doesn't matter because it's just flavors to them, you know? And you know, what's interesting <laughs> is that a lot of, a lot of new pop stars, not pop stars, but like pop singers or something like that, like are adapting that no genre, like post genre kind of method as well. Like if you listen to anything like from uh, Billie Eilish, it's it's that thing. It's like it's already being. It's funny. It's influencing Western world back. It's like oh yeah, you can you can do that. You don't have to be contrived. So there's just a point I wanted to make that mm-hmm. that came to me as as Phil was saying that. So I was going to oh. ask, what do you guys know oh, of I- Korean culture besides K-pop? Oh, did I just um, derail you all now? No, 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 no. I just wanted to add one more thing before Korean food. K-culture is that you mentioned something at the end where you weren't really sure about the violence and things like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My take on that is that um, towards the end, I think when the revelations appear, I think the movie makes a sharp turn into not anymore really being based so heavily in reality and i think it takes this more sort of abstracted um view of things and kind of heightens everything up kind of turns into 11 turns it up to 11 where now you have just a lot of intensities of you know these emotions and the you know the tense sequences of them sneaking around um from the from the rich people and (laughs) <laughs> it's it's all just more like playing around with this like concept i think at the end from which I, point would you say that it just it, mm, it transitions into that like what what I, happens in the plot i think wasn't it when we find out this maid is is hiding her husband oh yeah like the, <laughs> because yeah. you know when she comes into the picture i think that's when the movie changes drastically because up oh, until she's that in the point, rain and she's like Please yeah let me yes because i think <laughs> when they're drunk point, on the f- oh yeah, yeah 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 because at that point you've been watching the film and you felt like okay you know this is this is unlikely but this actually mm-hmm. could happen in its unlikeliness and for some time and as you can see mm-hmm. in the movie and you just and i think this whole setup is that you're waiting for something to happen because of this 
scenario. Like you're always yeah. on edge because you're thinking like, how long, when are yeah. they going to get discovered? <laughs> how are they going to get discovered, right? Are they going to be, someone going to walk in? Is something going to yep. s- slip? Yeah. It, yeah. Is someone going to find out? And they're all leading up to that. And especially remember when they have that whole, like the panties in the car and stuff, all those are little clues to keep you on, on edge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so, and when that woman comes into Check the picture, guns. the maid, that's when you're, that's when for me, uh, you know, I just started like all the questions started popping up. No, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, no. When when she started opening the the basement doors, yeah, yes, yeah, and I thought, okay, 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 what's going on here? We're going what down. What was your the theory? What was your theory? What's happening? All right, but so I was thinking when I was watching this, I was like, okay, so first of all, she opens the basement doors, and I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be some kind of surrealist thing that's going to happen now, out of all, out of the blue. You know what I mean? It's just going to be like, oh, it's like going to change like, like sci-fi or, like, or like yeah, like a David Lynch <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, yeah something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But then when we kept going down and then she was going to reveal something, I thought, oh no, is there going to be like a whole family down here? Is there going to be like, like, like five other ex, um, you know, like servants, you know what I mean? Like, like there's a whole community down underground or something Mm -hmm. like that. So, and then, and then it's just that one guy and that one guy was parasite prime was quite a character. Respect. Love it. And sending little notes to the masters above. And then he bows he bows down onto the he bows onto the uh the, the light switches. So whenever the, the master upstairs, when he's walking yeah. up the stairs, he thinks that it's uh he thinks it's like a light sensor, <laughs> it's just him <laughs> he's doing the thing. That's great. And then like um he had the what is he he have like he has like all these um newspaper printouts mm-hmm. of 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 the the master of the house there the master. So, so Jacob, you you studied philosophy, and I'm pretty sure you've you've come to sort of you know these thinkers of of Marxism and such other things of mm-hmm. social social uh, class wars. What's what's your thought? What's your thought on the message of this movie? You know, it's interesting because I was watching this movie. And then I was watching the other movie. <laughs> oh yeah, we all also watched another. But Phil, Phil, what was what did you pick for the second movie? Le Chinois. Le Chinois. Le Chinois. And, uh, you know, I think it's, um, it's an interesting topic. Um, and I think it's something that, I guess in some sense, um, a film like this is trying to get you thinking about how people perceive the world differently based on their economic status. So it's looking at sort of people's perceptions based on a very specific lens, right? Yes. And that's kind of the premise of the film. Not it's not only about that, but I think that's kind of the undertone, right? That's Dude, I think you're right. I think I think yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's sort of like you the undertone right. of the premise and then that's sort of a springboard where then they explore, you know, all the stuff with the with the themes and with the mood and with the characters and with the craziness and with the not craziness. Yeah. Um do you think he's I, critical of like do you think he has an agenda in this? Do you think because he really humanized both the classes? I don't think so. personally don't think he did. That's how I perceive the movie. I think that it was just an exploration. I think that the like that's why I said springboard because I don't think he was trying to make a statement. And I think it's strange when people talk about this movie. I've heard people talk about it saying like, "Oh, it's about class and stuff." I'm like, "Well, it's not really about class. The movie isn't about class." It's about that's humans. what I was thinking. Yeah. It's really human nature because he does yeah. like in that scene when they're like 
like both of them, I, 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 you know, you, you do see the human side of them. It's just the circumstances around them that separates them. I yeah. would assume, you know, if they were both and he's not making it like a communist claim. Okay. If we make them both at the same class, no. they would see themselves <laughs> equal. It's just that that's the human nature of it. And this is just a circumstance around it. Yeah. And I think he, he balanced it out very well. Like I think, you know, you have these people who are economically in a terrible situation, but that's honestly, I mean, we don't know anything about these characters in that sense. I mean, you can later on the the father explains how he made terrible decisions his entire life. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's good. It balances it out because, you know, he isn't making statements about like, oh, just because they're this class that they can't, you know, look, that's not their fault. Well, yeah, obviously a big part of it is their fault. Um, not entirely. And then also the the other people, the rich people, it's like, well, I mean, look, the guy is, uh, I don't know what he is, like a surgeon or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. know what he does. He just buy text, text all the time. I think he't like, he know like either. There's like a scene where he's approving he wasn't some an kind architect, of drone or something. Oh, no, architect? I think he was something no, I medical, think so. I think. Oh, who knows? But anyway, knows? I'm just trying to say that it, it, it balanced it out, right? Because, you know, these people, you know, they just... You know, that's the title of the film, right? Parasite. They just completely see an opportunity <laughs> yeah. and they make a horrible, horrible moral judgment call, which is all planned. And they're all like, oh, this is great. And the thing is that the family is so dysfunctional, right? And, but they all somehow, you know, gather around this this plot and it's just, it's a mess. I mean, if you think about it. And, yeah. But and also you have the, also in the in the rich people, you have these strange tensions of like that girl who's, you know, being tutored. She's... The oh, classic yeah. sort of, you know, spoiled kid who isn't really, you know, satisfied in all this stuff. And then the wife. And she's also like oblivious. pretending as well, like, compa- like you know, like complying with, with the mom and everything. But she has a secret life as opposed to like the poor family who are so c- super close and right. super like honest with each other. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. So I, I don't think so. I really don't okay. think. What do you guys think? I mean, Phil, you said no, that. I, I agree. Um, well, the thing is that... Um, you may what you think about the class thing is <laughs> I've been preoccupied with uh, with uh, voting <laughs> over oh, the yes, weekend. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which made me think of it. Oh it was, yeah. It was um, we had the parliament votes in. You know, pick your parties, pick your representatives. Yeah, your people and your parliament votes in my, in my country. And um, smokes. And uh, my, my the party that I voted for didn't get in. They were missing zero point zero three percent to get in, which was a shame because it's I think so they little. would have because so they would little. represent. Yeah, they would represent. You know, representation of two hundred thousand people is missing. You know. Yeah. And I was a little bit sad about it because I think they're really leading kind of young person's progressive way of thoughts while our. The ones that won are more like in the middle, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. not super traditionalist and everything. But the main thing was getting rid of our corrupted mafia driven uh, government that we have now and the main right. party that, that's there, which was which was done. I, it wasn't by landslide, well, I think maybe like a couple of seats in the in the house. But I was like, you know, first I was a little bit sad about it because, you know, as being in the middle class and things like schools and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of. Kind of, kind of things uh, and in education and, uh, you know, saving the environment and uh, urbanizations and, and buildings, you know, making sense. And these kind of like things is what concerns me while I realize because living in the capital, financially being stable, rest of the country doesn't deal with that. So them voting for that doesn't really make sense right now. They need just mm-hmm. money, you know, like... 
any of these parties who starts putting bald claims. I was looking at one of the parties that won and it's just like, it's just the same. If people who are America, you need to understand that in these post-communist countries, like the left, the socialist part usually is the corrupt one and they do these outrageous claims of just giving out money to people just to True. get uh, True. people to vote before the voting. Like, like the Joker in Batman. Exactly. 89. I was looking at the, I was looking at their program and it's just like every, every point in the bulletin is like there's a mount written. It's like, oh, for every student, we give hundred euros every year. We give this twenty euros. We give hundred it's like Wow. I, you know, it was, it was every single point was something like, oh, you get you get a you can rent a car from the government for hundred euros. You can rent an apartment from the government two hundred euros. Like all these like specific <laughs> yeah, which yeah. we're just like and you look at it, it's like that's not <laughs> not financially stable. I mean, you can't do that, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's obviously catered right. to people who don't have the money. You know. Well, also usually promising. I think, but maybe this is on both sides. Always promising like projects, like you know, the bridge will be completed. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or like we'll we'll oh, make the, a new renovation. Bridge. You're like we'll fix this and we'll renovate yeah, yeah, yeah. this. And it's like that right before the election. Then once they get elected, it's like no one's no money it again. <laughs> But it's funny. Speaking of the second movie that Phil you you spoke, and just, I'm not there yet. No, I'm I'm, I'm saying because Jake mentioned it is that you okay. know because it's all about conversation of of class, and it's something that I didn't have a conversation about. You talk about politics, you talk about economy with people, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I don't think I've had a class or instant <laughs> uh, talk in years, and it's just so funny that I think communism just completely ruined that. Like completely uh, just any analysis of that is just like gone. Like don't, don't talk about classes. You like, don't talk about it. We're all just the same don't now. like, we're not, we can't do that. You know, Stalin completely ruined whatever Mark said ideas. That's gone. <laughs> we're not touching that. Done. You know, Why? social. I think that that's what that's, that, I, that's just my observation. I, I don't think I've never uh, talked okay. about like, like the class, like, you know, the revolutions and all that stuff that happened, you know, mm-hmm. last couple, like that's, I remember, you, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like it's 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 the same conversation, but from a different point of view. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because you know, because like, okay, so okay, you want to equalize the classes, so you know, because some people are not rich and so some people are poor, right? You want to equalize it, but what we learned with communism is that you can't do it by force. You know, something will give people art. right. You know, it's just not going to work if everyone. 100% believed in it would and would, you know, do it, then yeah, maybe it could work. But you can't do that with like a tyrant. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. just... Right. Something's going to so, give. So, yeah. So, um, in the movie, there's this wonderful part where that little kid gets scared by the guy in the basement. The little kid gets scared by the guy in the, the, basement. Guy in the basement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the do guy who's doing that? the lights in the basement, you mean? Yeah. Wait. And he gets a little heart attack. No, he, he gets a, he gets a, what do you call that? Like a seizure. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he like. flashback. Because he, he's seen the faces, right? That yeah, was the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was drawing the faces, wasn't it? Or something like that? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> wasn't it like she was saying like the, because cause the daughter, oh, she yeah, was supposed to be his tutor, like art therapy or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah By the way, was... I, I know I'm, I'm going all over the place. Mm-hmm. But what I love about how this movie was shot was it just it has this really nice, spacious. There's a. Have you guys watched anything else from Korea, like any kind of like movies or TV shows or something? That's what I was asking you guys because I I can't remember specifically. I would have to maybe Google it and see. 
Uh, I saw the train to Busan. Oh, what's that? I okay, go on. It's a zombie movie. No, oh. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I've heard of this. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, I yes. I heard of that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I saw Old Boy. I should see Old Boy. Uh, let me think. I think I don't know. Snowpiercer. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're back to Snowpiercer. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I happen to I happen to have watched a whole. I mean, this is a K drama, so I don't think this counts at all. But like, what's K drama? You know, like a TV show, like got some, soap opera. Yeah, you got some dramas. People love the K dramas because apparently they were like they're super quirky and fun and stuff like that. So I uh, mm-hmm. watched like a whole series. I can't remember what it's called, but it's um, it's like a it's like a really light hearted. Um, romantic kind of uh, K drama comedy series uh, about a you know a, a boy band, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And their um, the, one of their members is sick or something or went abroad. I, this is twenty twelve, so I don't I don't remember a lot. Um, and they and then a nun girl. Okay. Wait, wait. Shows nun? up. Yes, she okay. shows. She she um, is somehow recruited to be the 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 um, the next <laughs> character, the next like the next boy band member, <laughs> and she has to pretend she's a boy. Oh, wow, this is and great. oh, and then all the you know hijinks and lots of pretending and these, lots of is, feelings going yeah. on in that. And I I watched the whole show with a friend of mine. Her name's Beth, and she we watched that together. That was very. Wow funny so that's all i can say about watching anything that's um particularly korean i had a friend Um, who um from from england and she was a teacher in korea mm. and i asked her like hey what's korean like south korean culture like and she said one thing they'll remember forever and i don't know if this is true she's like oh they're all just crazy they're all mad that japanese stole all their culture like like hmm. all the animes and everything. That's all oh. Korean, apparently. That's what she said. I don't know. Okay. Anyone, anyone Korean in the in the listening? Please tell me. Are you mad at the Japanese for stealing culture? <laughs> I'd be mad at the Japanese for this, the killing for other things. People. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been I've been listening to uh, the the new hardcore history podcast. It's about Japanese involvement in World War Two and so. Oh. Not nice to their neighbors. No, they're not. No, especially not if you watched uh, Godzilla versus uh, wow, King yeah. Ghidorah, the nineteen ninety film, and uh, yeah, there's a, there's a World movie. War II flashback, and it's somehow. I don't think it's very accurate. <laughs> wow, perfect, perfect. Yeah, but w- but what I wanted to say with uh, watching that K drama is like you kind of have a feeling of how people film things, mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just going to say that Bong Joon-ho well, shot well, you this said very you, well. You say you how it, like how it looks. And I read an interesting fact that um, somebody said, oh, I recreated the house from uh, oh, Parasite yeah. in like 3D. And the first comment was like, it's impossible. The director said that that house was designed. That is not actually really yes. a possibility to exist. I was, I was, I was going to I was gonna get to that. I thought when I was watching the You're movie, I thought, man, this... What? Yeah. Like it's all the sets are made... But it's not, you can't make it In like an actual purposes, house. purposes, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's interesting you mentioned that because that's the, one of the things that I was going to get into and I just wanted to mention that 
uh, when I was watching the movie, I thought, okay, so now this house is going to be pretty famous. People are going to want to go and see it. It's a nice house. You know, right? People are going to want to see the house. I love that courtyard. I'm, used to, I'm totally used to um, movies in films that I like actually having real locations, right? Mm-hmm. And like, like for Star example, Wars, Phantom Menace. Back to, <laughs> well, yeah, no, Phantom Menace, you're right. There's the, uh, the castle in Italy that they shot most oh, of yeah, the movies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sand conversation. Um, <laughs> yes, that, that's also in Italy. But what they did was, uh, like in Back to the Future, all the places in Back to the Future are real. Like Marty's house is real and all that kind of stuff. But this one, this one was actually created. Even the... The family's um, underground apartment thing mm-hmm. in the slums. The whole street was made up. That well, was thinking all about it in hindsight. That apartment they had this, this was impossible. It was crazy. What was going on? What's with the toilet? <laughs> the toilet. The toilet? <laughs> Remember the when toilet, they get man. flooded and she's sitting on the toilet having a smoke? Well, I think that was like um, oh for plumbing. All reasons? is lost moment. No, I mean like the. Never mind. Never mind. Continue, Philip. Continue. So I'm just, what I liked, what I really liked, technically speaking, was just how they actually built everything. And that's something that you don't really think about for low-budget movies like that. What do you mean low-budget? How how low-budget was it? 11 million. Oh, yeah. But come on, think about 11 million. Okay, yes. Obviously, you got to pay for stuff. But, like, you can build a house for, what, 100,000? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But then why do? But then why do? Why are there so many movies that just pick an actual location instead of? But never mind. It's all because sometimes easier. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like it's you got. Yeah, I guess. I guess. So, yeah. And also time wise, you know, like you have to build. Never the mind. Thing I just then. liked it. I just liked the idea. Anyway, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And also, it's very specific. I think it's you can play with it. The house because it really was a character of that whole story. True. Yeah, that is undeniable. The ending with the with the light Morse code. Yep. So okay. So 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 the ending, right? Mm-hmm. Some people are like, "Oh, it's like a it's like a fake ending." What? Oh, did you get that yeah. message? So I think the ending. Uh, if I understood, yeah, it is a fake ending. Okay, so explain to me. I I just thought well, it was like no, like what's the, the fake house. part about it? That it's not real. So <laughs> that's not real. Yes. No, no. So I think how I understood it was that <laughs> oh, nie istina. That is. <laughs> When everything happens, right? When it's finished. Yeah. And uh yeah, the dad escapes, right? And you're like, where did he go? Right? Where did the dad go in all this? The, yeah. the the mother and the son survive. Oh yeah, the daughter dies, all right. Daughter dies, and that sucked so bad. The son Phil is in love with the daughter. No. <laughs> the son wakes up, and they're in the hospital. And, and the so son on. almost died. I thought he yeah. died, and I was like, "Man, I thought he died when sucks. he got hit with a rock." I was like, "He's dead." You can take the daughter, but not the son. And uh, the whole China will know. The whole uh, of China will know. The son then. It's presented that he goes to visit the house, right? Yes. And he, he can see the like little, a couple of years later, the blinkies, right from the light, which yes. is actually the father now. It turns out is in the basement. Yeah, he's, he's, he's sneaked the into the basement. Other husband used to live, and so he snuck in the basement, and now he's living there, and not instead of going to face the consequences, right, and yes. be arrested, and so on. 
he just stays there. And then he's like sending Morse code messages in hopes <laughs> that someone from the family will see them and write them down. Yeah. And so the son kind of keeps going there over, like you said, Phil, after years and years and in the snow, in the summer, he's looking at the little blinkies and he's writing yes. them down and he learns Morse code. And then he's getting all these nice messages from his father. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think then the son starts typing uh, his own. Morse code well, I just remember he buys the place in the end. Well, no, because I think he said like, it's in the narration, he's saying like, you know, father, he's like, I will now promise to be super successful and I will be as rich as those people. And when the time comes, I will mm -hmm. buy the house and we'll be back <laughs> together. And then they show yes. this montage of what looks like just a few years later of him being this young, successful businessman. Yeah. Yes. You know, dressed really hip and, and business stylish, going with his mother and buying the house, like looking through the, yes. with the realtor, you know, the home is like, we'll take it. We'll buy it. And then the realtor's like, you know, this place, it's not really doing well because of the murder. murder. He's like, he's I know like, I was no the problem. I got my head bashed by a rock in this house. Yep. And then yep. they're shown like the reveal of his father coming out of the basement. Yes. Right. And they're reunited. And I thought, oh, that's the ending. Huh? And then it cuts back to the old dump <laughs> where the kid is sitting on the, his bed mm -hmm. reading. Oh, Morse code. Yeah. Messages. I totally must have missed that. That's why yeah. I probably So his confused. father, it turns out... Ah, uh, that's where you missed it. Probably look down to check <laughs> time. <laughs> and I yeah, missed so the scene. So his dad's in the basement, but he didn't, you know, become successful and buy the house. Oh, so it's just daydreaming and not yeah. doing the action. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So that's what it is? Oh. I believe so. Well, I don't know. Those are my beliefs. I think... Pepple. Pepple listening. What do you, yeah, what do you think of the ending of Paracitos? Parasito. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you want to say about Parasite? I don't know. Like, do you think it's I like the, I like the hot the sauce. Place? The place? Oh, the hot sauce. That was perfect. That's all, like the comedy <laughs> scenes. I just love it. The hot sauce. Remember where she, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to make up this lie that the 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 old maid yeah. is. Uh, alert no no she's she has some kind of like a disease. terminal coronavirus oh, oh, yeah that was good <laughs> and um yeah and then, I mean, honestly, and then at the end where she was, you know mm -hmm. because they because she's actually really allergic to the um she's really allergic to the peach hair and uh they they keep you know they keep uh subliminally trying to get her to keep sneezing and coughing and and, and to say that she has a really terminal contagious illness and uh that one time where the mom is in the house and she's almost convinced the dad and the dad from the poor family's there who's now a chauffeur for them he's trying to and he like puts in the you know puts in the uh the the slam dunk as it were and and performs this incredible feat of taking the hot sauce which is blood red yeah. and when the when the old maid oh, yes, yes. coughs and then throws it in the trash he quickly goes to the trash and then he opens the sauce without her seeing it and then he puts it onto the the used tissue that she used and then he lifts it up and shows her <gasps> his blood that's yeah. right that's a classic Ooh. movie thing to show that your main character is going to die just like <gasps> The bloody handkerchief. <laughs> that's, yeah. such a, that's such a trope. It's hilarious. But I think the movie was surprisingly um, funny. Yeah. I mean, it was, I you, know what's, you know what's surprising to me? 
the director said that he was surprised that it was so accepted by the white audience wide audience that he made it very specific to korean culture and he would only expect that to be and and that kind of proves the point you know a lot of people don't want to watch four movies because like i don't understand the culture i don't understand i mm-hmm. mean besides lazy i still don't want to read the subtitles right. i have no mercy for them but i understand people who are like well i'm not gonna get it i'm probably gonna you know misunderstand it but i think honestly this just proves it you know and we all have the same experiences and the culture yeah. is just a nuance and you'll most likely be able to comprehend i it agree at some right. level right or another maybe we miss some references but yeah. or some minor details but i think still people love it <laughs> yeah and, and with that said with that said once that movie like we watched i watched it before it got really popular but what after the oscars you know what in zagreb here in croatia boom it's in theaters now and i don't know if you saw the picture i took tim yeah, yeah the weekend. You, when you went to see what was it little woman or something little women yeah when we were watching our previous movie Parasite was playing, and there's like so many people packed. They're all watching the movie. I really wonder what they think of that. Like, it's like like because when when the really super. Then again, wide Tim, audience... I don't know if you know this. This is interesting. In Croatia, <coughs> right mm-hmm. now, we just apparently like Zagreb, and I'm sure other places in Croatia, we just keep getting a lot of Korean visitors. Oh, like specifically uh, Korean visitors. Yeah, like tourists come to see like, the city, right? Yeah, and we have like three or four Korean grocery stores and restaurants oh, now. Good, 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 go get some. Oh no, that's Vietnamese. Never mind. <laughs> uh, no, you guys have the you guys have the Vietnamese stuff. By the way, we that's do, interesting. We, we notice in Slovakia, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Some so we got Koreans. Mm. We got all the Korean mm. foods over here. Fobo. So, mm. <laughs> dude, I love, I love, I love uh, S- South Asian. East Asian food is so delicious. I wish I Vietnamese, had Vietnamese, right Thai. Yeah. <gasps> so good. So good. <laughs> so good. I just really, I just, I, I, I think I might want Well, with just, that said. Yeah. What's up? Yes. So you said, is it worthy of the praise? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, with that said, um, it's interesting <laughs> that. What? Just, just ignored you. Sure. I don't know. But the only thing that I. Did you see that one video that went viral with that one guy complaining about how. Parasite won Best Picture. Did you ever see that? Oh, no, no. I did not. What was, what was it about? What was he angry about? Hello? Yes, I'm listening, here. man. No. You're oh, super lost, late. Phil. Um, Phil, you're like 30 seconds late in everything we say. Okay. Great. Just uh, Johnny? <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> it just fizzles out into this weird... <laughs> just a non-connected <laughs> conversation. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop recording. Right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Me too. Stop too. Some singing.
thank you. This is a this is a great song. I think this is a really nice song by. I really enjoyed that song. Bobbles Clifton, whom interesting story about this one. Um, he actually emailed me because oh. I mean he was he's a fan of listening to the Lord of the Rings audiobooks, and then he said, "Hey, listen, if you got any music, I I have I'm I do all kinds of different genres, different things. I put them on Bandcamp or whatever, and if you'd like to it's a genre check them out." Hmm. And I definitely did. And this is a wonderful song. And I was very happy to put that on. So thanks. It's uh, a great song. Thank you so much. He's from, he's from England. So that's cool song, great. Bubbles. Yes. Very cool song. Pretty chill. Pretty I chill vibes. It. I dug it. It's Bubbles Clifton. Track Walking Through Town. That's right. Nice. Thanks so much, dude. Walking and down the And with that, we have our next movie. <laughs> or do you want to talk about something else? I mean, you know. <laughs> Well, okay, so this is me proving once again that I am the probably the number three best host of this podcast. I'm pretty bad. The third best. I'm the third best. We're all pretty bad, actually, to be honest. And I picked a movie. Okay, guys, so. Okay. Tell us the explanation. How did you get to this? How did you get to this movie? How did I get to this movie? Well, you know, I was a huge fan of. French New Wave cinema, and I was watching yes, it very really. religiously throughout as my As you were every, youth, every morning. As I do every morning. It gets <laughs> me going. And in this case, um, uh, I remember the works of Jean-Luc Godard, and I thought to myself, you know, of all the statements that he made throughout his life, what is the most prevalent to our society, especially concerning the, you know, the, the companion film that I used, which was Parasite? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Actually, I just went to Google and I wrote yeah. uh, class struggle movie. And uh, <laughs> I was about to ask, you just Google this. And you're like, here, boys. And I thought, this. and I thought, well, okay, this 1967, uh, Jean-Luc Godard, I heard his well, name can before. You just tell me, please, the director. Is this someone famous? Should yeah, I know because like, I remember that name, Jean-Luc Godard. Okay, you remember mm-hmm. it, but I don't remember it. Who is he? He's one of the... Prominent film directors from uh, the French New Wave cinema, which came out after, like in the 1960s. After the old wave. Yeah. <laughs> after and this the was like, it's like, it's like a counterculture <laughs> of film where they experimented and just went to be loose and tried doing mm-hmm. all kinds of, you know, like strange, weird things that might not have worked sometimes, but, you know, they're supposed to be art, auteur. It was the, you know, it was the me, my work, you know, and it's just like one person's vision of something, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Self-expression right. through yeah, cinema. Yeah, self-expression through cinema. Le cinéma. Okay. And uh, cinéma. this was a, a primary force in France after okay. World War II, you know? And then gotcha. That kind of thing. And um, wonderful. And I thought I've never seen any of those films, so why not start with <laughs> La Chinois, which is the one that I I got, and I probably mispronounced that because I'm not French. So, what was your guys' experience watching this film? Because I can tell you mine. All right, so well, this you film. Can, you start. Okay, let, let me just well, give you sorry. a preface. Mm. Preface. Here. Oh, yeah, to so tell us the this plot movie, of this movie. This movie. Right. <laughs> well, let's, let's bring it down again. So this movie came out in 1967. Mm-hmm. And as I said, it was part of that new wave kind of movement. Um, so this, I knew at least like that it wasn't going to be something traditional. You know, it's not going to mm-hmm. be something that you could latch mm-hmm. your, you know, like it's, let. It's not going to be retelling of the French Revolution. No, <laughs> no. Right. Um, so I knew that, but I didn't know exactly what that meant, and that's where. 
me watching this movie comes into play because this movie is about <laughs> go go listening? on go, go on. on um this movie is about uh, a bunch of young people sitting around in a apartment talking about the injustices of the system and learning from chairman mao the communist leader of china uh through uh like through i think there was at some point it was like through the radio or something and they're discussing class and ideas and idealists idealisms and then eventually trying to assassinate a politician Okay, let's, I mean, let's, let's actually, maybe do a la- round table of, of everyone try to... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Jacob, you try, you try. Okay, try I think this, this, is, this is how I did the, the plot. So mm-hmm. the plot centers around a group of young, most likely students in France, I think Paris, mm-hmm. who are um, infatuated by the Maoist, Maoist communist movement as opposed to the Russian communist movements mm-hmm. and other branches of communism they're really liking this maoist one because i think that they believe it's a pure uh communist ideology um from the original uh sort of initial um revolutions right uh, bolshevik yeah. and those you know when the marxist theories kind of got adapted and turned into a political revolution i think that's why they're into that very much. And basically what they do is they just um, are together discussing these uh, these um, communist ideas that they're into. And it's kind of like interviewing all these students. And mm-hmm. um, as the sort of pl- plot goes forward, there seems to be like uh, some exploration, I guess, between like some interpersonal relationships between these characters and some i think what i found strange is that some some characters like disagree with other characters Mm -hmm. some of them don't even see like seem like they're even into this ideology they just happen to be there um they're kind of like all you know have their heads up their butts throughout the Mm -hmm. whole film and then uh then i totally lost it then the last half an hour i've (laughs) No clue what happened. <laughs> well, here's no the idea. thing. All right, Tim. In the last, in, in the end, I think, and I may be wrong, but this is how I understand the framing of the story. And and it comes from the conversation of the brown hair, the brunette, not the black, black hair one, but the lighter hair one. Mm-hmm. The conversation she has with the uh, professor on the train. And as far as I understand yeah, okay, it... You guys have to help me because that's where I completely lost. I have no clue. Okay, and I was okay. even... It's hard to pay I think what time. happens is these are a bunch of students who are studying philosophy and they're starting studying Marxism mm-hmm. and they're taking it to extreme to understand it, that they rent this apartment and completely encapsulate it. Because she talks to the professor and she's like, I want to understand it by experiencing it. I don't want to just learn the theory. Mm-hmm. So 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 they're reading the, the, the red book, you know, the, the, the manifesto. They're completely consuming their whole days of trying to understand it. They go through problems and everything to the point where they want to practice it, that they're going to do a terroristic act just to know what it feels to start a revolution because they need to understand mm. it. Because she's, she, she, and then and in the end, there's like a, the narration, okay, after the summer, I just went back to school kind of thing. And there's like, there's like, you know, Pista there, who's like the main dude. Pista. 
and 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 then there's like the two no girls. There's a guy who shot, shot himself. Well, he looks like Pista, so I, I, know, I, I don't know how to describe it. So so that's what I thought the framing was. And that's interesting. Uh, I, that's actually. That and I think they're like learning like Marx, Marx and Lenin, like the origin of like socialism and, and communism. So you but think it's like, like an experiment for these students? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think huh. like that's 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 what I thought because there's like there's actual shots of them being filmed on camera, right? I'm not sure how that. See, that's interesting into that the... you noticed that. That 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 could be very plausible. I think maybe maybe it would make more sense because the way I saw it was that I was at first confused when the movie started. I thought, is this an actual documentary about these people? But then I quickly realized, no, this is very you know acted out and structured. This has to be. Hmm. So not... the official yeah. official synopsis on IMDb: A small group of French students are studying Mao, trying to find out their position in the world and how they change the world to a Maoistic community community See? using terrorism. So it yeah. couldn't be. So it might, might not be just like a experiment. It might yeah, be that they actually want to understand it. Yeah, because when like I was it. watching it, I, I felt like these are like you know students who are very much like convinced. Like the, you know, they read something. They, like you said, mm-hmm. students of philosophy. They're reading this, and then they realize like, oh man, like you know, this is this is the way forward. This is the correct ideology. It makes yeah. so much sense, and it's all about class. And let's get into it. And then you know, it's the it's the very strange paradox of like these students in you know, um, a non-communist society, you know, being communist and then, right. you know, supporting these ideas. And at the end of the day, they're really not doing anything, right? They're just in the, <laughs> they're, they're really messing around in this apartment. talking and, you know, pretending. And I think maybe, maybe some commentary on that, how the juxtaposition, I, I really don't know, to be honest with you. My favorite part was where they were using all the red books to create a wall. And then you have those little sketches with, uh, Vietnam. Oh. <laughs> And the for me, like the number one best thing about this was when she took the little radio and turned it into a gun. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's well, that, 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 that got experimental, surrealistic. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Jarodowski <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah, I'll I be mean, like with you guys, I, I struggled. I struggled. Oh really? Um, yeah, I, I struggled you would find too. It interesting. I thought you would like you were the studiest of, of such uh, such things on the philosophy. I did, I did. Yeah, you your were a big believer in Mao. Yeah, you're a Maoist. Jacob the Mao man. <laughs> I, I struggled because I... Well, okay. Just kidding. So the first like 10, 15 minutes, it's hard to get into. But then I was like, you know what? I got to do this for the podcast. And I watched it. I didn't do anything else. Like, you know, minimal distractions. Mm-hmm. And I watched the next hour. I think, you know, completely, <laughs> completely. So that's good. 15 plus hour. That means, okay, maybe less than Guys, an hour. this what? is going to sound really funny, but... I picked this because of the runtime as well. That's good. I'm glad you did because it was a much easier watch. I'm the well, that best. Was my first comment. I told I you, like, I'm the third best host. That's good. It's good. Sure, and sure. so then, then you know, when it got to that last, when when she got on the train to talk to that guy, I just don't know. I was you were like, done. You were I was done. Like, I, I love that conversation. I, well, that's why I want you guys to help me. And I figured, you know what, I don't have the mental energy anymore to to figure <laughs> out what's happening. So I was like, I'm going to let the boys tell me what happens in the last half an hour. So please explain to me what. Well, happened. they're discussing about is like the extremities of going into you know. So what happened is okay. So I got to to the end where this one member of the club decides mm-hmm. to kill himself. I don't know why. He he's shot like, someone, didn't he? Okay. Like he, there was he had a paper where he's like, "I killed the prime minister of whatever something." Did he? 
But did he? No, no, no. I did, well, did anyone kill anyone? Because we never see well, anyone I dead. No. So, so he killed himself, right? Now, I, you know, what I thought, I thought at the end when he's painting the walls in rainbow colors. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Skittles. It's this movie showing how ridiculous, you know, this whole thing they're doing is. And he's right. like, he figured mm-hmm. it out. It's like, you know, forget the red, you know, the militaristic, this, all the colors. this regime. And you grow all the colors, you know. And so, yeah, he died. And then what? What happens after that? And then they go into a terrorist act. I think um, Pishta, I don't know. What, I don't think Pishta, he's just an actor. And he just, when he freaks out on the stage and starts climbing the theater, he's like oh, yeah, pissed yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's sick of this. The blonde man, he's like, he's I don't what? like them. Just, he's sick of he's, working in a the theater. Yeah, because he's oh. an actor. Remember the beginning of the interview he says he's an actor. That's just ah. like what he's studying or his profession. And then he sells cabbages in the end. But the the, the thing is that, <laughs> um, and, and and then the blonde man, he's like, I'm done. They're too extreme. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do no terrorist acts. So he leaves them and he always okay. eats soup. With bread or whatever he eats. Yeah. Man, that annoyed me so me. much. Honestly, like I don't know Why? what it was, but him just scraping that bread, I was just get out of here with your French <laughs> well, well, crap. Well, I, th- well, I think he, he cuts the baguette three times and then he puts yes! butter and jam on it. But then he has some kind no. of liquid in the bowl. I don't know what he was eating. It was like cereal or oatmeal, but in France, mm, I don't know if that would be the case. Yeah, and I, I was thinking, milk. I, I was, know, just, I was watching him, and to be honest with you, with that scene, I wasn't listening to any of the dialogue and look what they're saying. I was just thinking to myself, he's slicing the bread, I'm watching the bread, and I'm thinking, like, he's putting butter, and like, is he going to go for the jam? Is he going to go for the jam? And he didn't go for the jam when I watched him. He just, he just oh, ate it with his soup man. slash cereal. Stop, I'm laughing too much. That was good. That was a good guy. <laughs> then, um... So I'm not sure what happens. I'm not sure what happens with the lady. The the she one goes into the building. The she was no, going to assassinate the minister of culture. There's two ladies. There's two the ladies. minister of culture. There's the redhead, and then there's the sad looking. Yeah, the one head. that has like the interview, like a yeah, background. the one who looks sad. Yes, she's from like the from the country, and then she was a prostitute. Right, right, and then she's the maid of that place because she keeps cleaning and cooking. I'm I not guess. sure, but. She doesn't do anything. I don't remember what's what's the end of her story. But the redhead. Oh, she did some pretty cool. Um, uh, oh, the, the little stories. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when she's like, "Oh, help me!" But honestly, the, yeah, go ahead. No, I think the the redhead with her new friend, which we'd never seen before, in a car goes to shoot some dude, and then the minister messes, of culture. She she's the like, minister it was of culture. Twenty three. I went to the room number. Th- no, instead of the she, 32, 32, wrong one. Yeah, so she goes back and kills the proper person. So she kills, but but before. Well, we don't ever saw them. Yeah, it's all off screen. No, on the train. No, no, no. My first questions are okay. Okay, what? no, no. Go no. on, go on, well, go, go on. Go back to the train. Yeah, My go back to the train. Is, back who to the train. Is she talking to, and why are they talking about the university forever? She is talking to a professor who's teaching at her university because she says, "When I, when me and my friend did like a summer job, uh, picking pears." Yeah. Before your exam, I did the exam better because I had physical... Like, she's doing the whole, commun- whatever, socialist, you know... Mm-hmm. Like labor. Yeah, labor thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. She's yeah. talking... So that gives a point of reference that she, whatever... He's leaving university and she studied there and she's talking to him for some reason. I don't know why she's leaving on the train with him. And then she talks to him about her plan and her little group. And he's like, you don't have a plan. You're, 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 you're bonkers. Hmm. Like, yes. with the whole idea. He's like... Because I think he was a revolutionary... 
and he's just saying like in my like algerian whatever uh revolution he's like in my experience like you have to understand what comes afterwards you can't just be a revolutionary she's like no i just did the revolution i just do the terrorist thing and then, <laughs> and then we kind of look at the situation it's like no you gotta have a plan you have to have people to support you you know there's only three of you that was a really interesting conversation because it was yeah you had madness like that was that was um isolated in this apartment for like an hour and then that madness confronts someone who's seems right. like a reasonable person i, I figured that out experience but, yeah, yeah. But i just wanted no, to well, hear from you guys the details because i didn't pay attention okay. to the last part right uh but you know this is also based on a book by dostoevsky yeah strange well, loosely, okay. very loosely it's not at all okay the book but yeah there we go i mean it's like there's surreal bits in it you know yeah. like the but there's also, I think the surrealist one is when Pichta goes down into the... Yes, I was going to talk about the that. showers. Yes. The na- no, with the, like the glass old. boxes and then the old ladies tapping yeah, 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 on the yeah. glass box and the naked ladies and tapping like, on the glass box. Well, she's not naked. She's fully dressed and then lights Wait, keep coming up and she I goes naked. Oh, wow. <laughs> towards the end? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, towards the end, yeah. Okay. And then he's selling cabbages. Yeah. Huh. For 10 I cents. I missed that one. Each. I guess it's like a some kind of because he's like selling vegetables and he you says they what? all have the same price. It's I think it's supposed to be a metaphor. Eating my pizza. Oh, the pizza was too important. Your capitalist <laughs> maybe, ways. Maybe. Well, the pizza was really good. Pizza. Well, I have was some like great spicy daughter? salami. Mm. <laughs> 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 Jacob, don't be part of the system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Capital scum. Capital. Well, I was gonna say that like, I have some reviews from Letterboxd here okay, that tell might us. be fun. What do people say. Okay. So this say? guy says, "I'm too simple for this film. I don't know if I didn't understand what was going on because I'm stupid or I'm not a Frenchman from the '60s." Or eating pizza. I would share my thoughts on this film, but my only thoughts at, hey, what was up with that scene with the increasingly naked ladies knocking on glass boxes? <laughs> Wait, Maybe. Maybe one day I will enjoy movies that have zero plot and just an amalgamation of scenes where characters present and debate ideological concepts, but today is not that day. <laughs> the Mao Mao song slaps three stars just oh, for that. The Mao Mao song. Oh, the Mao Mao song is pretty, 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 pretty good song. And, then, and, then, and it just song. comes back for a second at one point, which scared the hell out of me. Yeah, right? And then it stops. And then someone else writes, this is uh, Tim Kopp from uh-huh. Letterboxd, who says... Batman and Captain America? Oh, sick of all these superhero cash-ins. Mm, yeah, they were there. Both and then this review by Elisa Barbin gives it no stars, but the Mao song absolutely rips. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So what do, you, what, do you, what do you think of people who are like complaining that plot is weak or there is no plot I mean, in a look, movie? The, like, the what's the point this, of a movie there's no plot? This kind of film, I think, isn't really so much about the plot. Like, I think... No, I you can understand. tell it's not. And the, you know what yeah. I like the most? Like, one of the cool parts about this movie was where he, they're interviewing the people and then it goes to the cameraman and you see the camera. Yes, that was yeah. cool. You know, this reminded me a lot of um, the Beatles movie we watched, remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, what was uh, it called? Oh, yeah, the... It's been a hard day's night. No, that's the other one. Um, the, the yellow submarine. No, no. <laughs> Wait, I got a help, help, indeed. help, help! Exclamation help point. Exactly. Don't yes. need nobody. It's similar. It's similar vein. I wish you know. I'm not. A, I don't know film history terms, but I think it was a sort of this. I guess maybe like avant garde in in a sense where it's more about capturing the surrealism of these moments and scenes. Um, 
It's breaking the mold of the cinema. Yeah, that's the entire idea of these capturing. Like, try something new. Like, use the medium. Like, don't don't just be limited to this narrative. And you know, break the fourth wall. Break all the walls. And these characters, I think, also, I guess, it's supposed to be that they are um, exhibiting behaviors that are you can't like quite put your finger on what's going on. Mm -hmm. Because I remember that one scene where the redheaded girl, like they're. The redhead girl, as we call him, Pishta, the guy with the nice slick hair, <laughs> with the nice <laughs> yelling at people. Yeah, so they're both sitting at the table smoking and reading, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "I don't love you anymore." Well, first he asks that he doesn't understand what it means to fight on two fronts. Oh, okay. And then she says, "I don't love you anymore." She's like, "Do you love? Do you love me?" He's like, "Of course." And she's like, "I don't love you anymore." Cool. And he's like, "What?" And she's like, "I don't love you anymore." See, I don't like your face. Well, first on, she like puts this. on a different song on the on the. Yeah, LP. it's not the Mau Mau song. He, she, she switches to a dramatic piano. Then he tells him she doesn't love him. She stops the the the, the thing, the music, and she's like, "Like you, you, you will understand it. You don't now." And he's like, "I don't like it. I'm sad, but I do understand it." Can you guys? What, what do you guys think about that scene? Well, she uh, it, was, it was cool, and then she and then she goes like, "Well." Um, I just tried to explain to you that, you know, you're confronted at two fronts. The music helped with that. You know, you're sad, but you understand it. And he's like, oh, okay. You got me worried there for a second. Huh. So she still loves him. See, I thought <laughs> so. I was yeah. wondering about that. You see? Because Follow your instincts. And the funniest thing. They're good again, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the things that I notice oh, are. Oh, that turned on Siri. Siri, and she's like, it says, hi, Siri, insects. And now she's telling me about insects. <laughs> well, you know, and the funny things that I noticed was that one of the girls, when they're washing the dishes, she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we were gonna go watch Eight and a Half," and, and I was like, oh. "Wow, cool! It's a, a it's Eight new. and a Half." Federico Fellini. It's pop reference. Um, but I think that was like the you know the sixties. Everyone was breaking molds and everything. You know, yeah, politics and 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 mediums you know and paintings and music as well you know the avant-garde movement frank zappa and all the dudes just like yeah. you know have fun with it don't stop frank with this zappa. See where well that, there we, we go we look go. at this perfect connection it's like there's no genre you don't have to be constrained by genre with parasite you don't have to con- be constrained by anything with uh, french new wave we're back at it again nice we're back film. at it again see nice. i am the third best host you are you are truly <laughs> filippo <laughs> felipe <laughs> That's right, <laughs> Filippo Dragashini. So Filippo Dragashini, um, what do you think? What's what's the what's the connect? If you compare these two together, movies, is yeah. there a common thread here besides obviously the the oh the thing that I googled so I could get the right theme yes, together? Besides, yes, besides, um, besides class that, yeah. struggle and well, besides uh, genre breaking, you're you're leaving me so little options. Um, well, I'm just mentioning the things we mentioned before. I would like to say that nice I colors. watching watching this the second movie, what is it called? La Chinchilla. La Chinchilla. La Chinchilla is that um, this was done from a pure technical, ther- theoretical um, approach theoretical? to the whole class war, while... The other one was purely humane and purely emotional. I, also I mean, entertainment. They're both, they're both analyzing the whole thing, but it's 
Yeah, they're both entertaining as well. That's definitely what you're saying. Well, I mean, like, huh. well, that's one's humanizing and one's parodying the the analysis of that. You know, parodying the whole whatever you know, right. social Marxism, and you know, whatever it is. That's that's my take. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of half baked taken that I've taken. <laughs> yeah, I guess the oven. I'll put it back in there. My my half baked question is like: Is the movie like this one? the second movie is it just sort of a exploration or do you think oh like we mentioned remember like in the first film you said like was there some agenda behind mm-hmm. the storytelling mm-hmm. was there something behind la chinois or was it simply just here's some things that the filmmakers decide to explore what do you guys think Mm, the bomb of Hiroshima is falling down. <laughs> um, I, I think it, I don't think it was an analytical because it wasn't given us. I think to be analytical, you would have to kind of give like the first movie you a have sort to be of pretty real anal. life example. Exactly, super anal. And while this was parodying in a way, I would assume because it's a caricature of whatever those things mean. So I would assume it's just. It is a character. It's mm. it's kind of showing the silliness of such things as right. as those. I would assume the kind of uh, crazy. What what is that word like a fanaticism? Right, over right. Over something that's like a political idea or whatever social mm. class economical idea. I don't that know. Sense. That's that's I, what I, I got. That makes sense. I liked his uh, glasses with all the countries. Those are cool. <laughs> yes, little pinhole glasses. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that seems pretty fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone in the audience watched, I think (laughs) you may be a a student, art student, a movie student, you might have probably better, you're better equipped to analyze such movies than the plebs and the village men that we are, that we come with. Village people. We come with pitchforks and we're like, what movie this what these Why? Why? When when the revolution comes, we'll definitely be like the students. Uh, (laughs) Let's try revolution. Let's try terrorism for a day. All right. Well, this has been a two-fold podcast. <laughs> next time, Tim. Wait, is it? No, it's Jacob. It's Jacob's turn next time. No, it's no, not. it's Tim. <laughs> what? No. What? Wait, wrong again. That's right. Women? Little Twice. woman was last time. I forgot. It is Man. my time. I'm just and so I happy. I promise I'm done. I will bring a new movie. No more of this rehash of 2019. It is 2020 now. You will bring us the fresh meats. <laughs> I will go down to the market and buy from Pista the fresh cabbage for 10 cents. Equal price for every vegetable. So do you have a Very good. movie in your head? Or are you still... No, thinking? I have no idea what's playing. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Well, I must everybody, look at Cinema Site. Just, uh, guys, if you listen, uh, thank you very much. A two-fold special coming out. Oh, that's right. Oh, we got those. Yeah, yeah. Specials. Specials are... <gasps> Fantasy Island. Perfect. Let's watch that. All right. Well, uh, I think we're good. The music's playing. I'm getting out of here. I gotta run away from the music, guys.